Welcome to our podcast, where we are offering the best from Temple Solel in Paradise Valley, Arizona. Here our clergy team of Rabbi John Linder, Rabbi Debbie Steele, and cantorial soloist Todd Herzog share their weekly insights from our Shabbat services and beyond. Temple Solel is a vibrant and engaged reform community grounded in relationships and deeds and elevated by Shabbat and Torah. We welcome all who seek a connection to Jewish life regardless of religious background, race, ethnicity, gender, socioeconomic status, ability, age, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Don't forget to subscribe to get a notification for our next episode. Find more information at www.templesolel.org. Rabbi David Wolpe, the senior rabbi of Sinai Temple in Los Angeles, recently retired. Some of you may remember Rabbi Wolpe. He spoke at Temple Solel last year as part of the Valley Beit Midrash Temple Solel Partnership. Rabbi Wolpe is soft-spoken but very insightful. He is a prolific rabbinic author, columnist, and commentator. Wolpe was at one point named the most influential rabbi in America by Newsweek magazine. I mention all of this to explain why many of us in the Jewish world were eager to read his words when, upon retirement, he wrote an article for the New York Times titled, As a rabbi, I have had a privileged view of the human condition. In the article, Wolpe shares several realizations he has come to in his 36 years in the rabbinate. He poignantly says, all of us are wounded and broken in one way or another. And he continues, This is what binds together a faith community. No religious tradition, he says, certainly not my own, looks at an individual and says, there, you're perfect. Rather, it is humility and sadness and striving that raises us. Doing good that proves the tractability of the world and its openness to improvement and faith that allows us to continue through the shared valleys. Wolpe goes on to say, and this is the point I most wanted to share, sometimes it seems for those outside of faith communities that religion is simply about a set of beliefs to which one assents. But I know that from the inside, it is about relationships and shared vision. I will leave you to read his wonderful article for yourself, but I want to share the end of it with you. He concludes, I still believe the synagogue is a refuge for the bereaved and provides a roadmap for the seeker. Religion may be on the decline in this country and in the West, 
But if you wish to see the full panoply of a human life, moments of ecstatic joy and deepest sorrow, the summit of hopes and the connections of community, they exist concentrated in one place, your local house of worship. So why do I share this with you on Rosh Hashanah, one of the holiest days of the year? It is because I am convinced that we have been offered an incredible two-for-one deal. If we are concerned for the future of Judaism and we want to help it, and if we want to feel personally supported in our times of joy and concern, growth and frailty, the answer to both are ideally found here in the synagogue. Like Rabbi Wolpe, I have seen the tenderness of the Jewish community gathered around the grave of a temple member who has passed away. I have felt how meaningful that support has been to the widow of the deceased. And after the funeral, someone will say to me, our children grew up together here at Solel, or she became my best friend when we moved here 30 years ago and met at the temple. Friendships here can last a lifetime. And there are moments of such sweet joy here. For example, each month when we come as a community together and relish offering a blessing at Erev Shabbat services to couples celebrating anniversaries. At these, we often get to rejoice with couples who have been married for 20, 30, 40, 50, even 65 years. It's such a machaya, a real joy to share those times together. And we have the honor of seeing our kids grow into young adults and become bar bat mitzvah in our sanctuary. As a community, we celebrate so many life cycles together. On our bima in the course of a year, we will offer blessings for upcoming weddings, conversions, high school graduations, baby namings, and birthdays. And in small groups, we share lots of other sweet moments, big and small. Hearing of a family's recent special trip, rejoicing at the recovery from illness of a temple member, and feeling the shared aha of a wonderful connection made to the Torah portion during our Shabbat morning Torah study, just to name a few. Recently, the Atlantic Magazine had an article in which the writer noted that participation in a religious community generally correlates with better health outcomes and longer life, higher financial generosity, and more stable families. It was another reminder of the benefits of engaging in a congregation. But we have just come through a very disorienting and isolating time. My friends, we are still feeling the after effects of the pandemic. We have members who joined Solel during that time who still need someone to reach out to them at services and say, hey, I see you coming and I would love to get to know you. 
We have new kids who have started religious school in the last few years, but their parents may just be beginning to learn the names of the other parents. To be a strong community and to support one another, we must know each other. Only then will we be able to really be there for each other in the ways I just mentioned and to truly become interdependent. Those of you who have been Solel members for a long time, please make it your mission to welcome some new Solel people into your lives this year. And those of you who are new here, please introduce yourself to those around you even if you have to do it a few times to the same people. But we are not putting this all on you. This year, we are intentionally providing many, many, many opportunities for us to grow more connected as a community. These are quality opportunities to learn and laugh and to think deeply or to share Kugel or talk about raising kids, or grapple with our personal theology. But they are also intentionally stepping stones for us to take Solel from being a warm, welcoming congregation to a place of community. That is what Solel is already for many and what we want it to be for everyone. So I want to now share a few of these offerings, some new, some not, because I truly believe that there is nothing you can do that is more important for the Jewish community than showing up to be part of that community. And nothing more important that we staff and clergy can provide than ways for people to meaningfully connect. So Eve spoke too about some of these opportunities I think the fact that we are both doing so tells you that we are all focused on providing many paths for synagogue engagement. So first, to briefly list some things that have been here and will continue. In my mind, primary is our spiritual and educational Friday evening Shabbat worship. This is a great opportunity to meet temple members Come early, grab some nosh at the oneg, and introduce yourself to some folks. But we have so much more here. Mahjong, Torah study, men's happy hour, monthly Rosh Chodesh gatherings, adult choir, hikes, a book group, movie group, and young professional activities just to name a few. Have you been wanting to learn Hebrew? We are about to start a new adult B'nai Mitzvah cohort. You will get to study with our incredible teacher, Jerry Friedman, and with our clergy. Get close to a group of fellow adult students and have the beautiful opportunity to read from the Torah scroll on a Shabbat. We also have some great committees that you will feel good about being part of and that will help you to get to know others. Eve touched on that we have a fantastic caring committee that among other things provides food when someone is ill, offers visits 
for those who cannot get out much and often helps with Shiva Minyanim. This group of menches works under Dottie Braun Cohen's leadership. It is a strong committee and so important to our congregation. And we can always use more people participating, right? <laughs> right. We also have a vibrant array of social action opportunities that operate under the chairmanship of Michael Udell, and this includes our amazing Family Promise program under Susan Wine. We have a College Connections Committee led by Sherry Heitner Anderson that brings parents of college-age young adults together for social activities, and the parents also send holiday packages to our young adults. And Laura Miller is at the head of our ritual committee, which helps us reflect on our worship at Solel. And there are other committees. If there is a committee you are interested in, let us know, and we will connect you with the committee chair. Let me tell you about a few new offerings that we are excited about. One of these is called Chesed Sundays. These will be monthly opportunities to come together at temple or to get out in the city and to do good works together. Be on the lookout in eNews and Pathfinder for more information about these Chesed Sundays. Another monthly offering is Derek Horim, which means the parent's journey. We heard in last year's Youth Enrichment and Family Engagement Initiative meetings that our religious school parents want to get to know each other. So Dara Horim will be a chance for parents to gather, study with a rabbi or scholar, and share thoughts about raising Jewish youth. This year we will be anchoring our discussions around a book called Jewish Spiritual Parenting. If you come to Dara Horim, we will have the book as a gift for you. Sisters of Solel will be offering new social opportunities for the women of our congregation. Be on the lookout for those activities. And as you will see on the front page of the October Pathfinder, our monthly bulletin, there will be two monthly adult education series. One that I will lead on Midot, Jewish Ethical Virtues, and one that Rabbi Linder will spearhead called the American Scripture Project. In these learning communities, we will get to know each other and we will study together. As I wrote these words, I could hear the psalmist talking to us from thousands of years ago. Psalm 133 says, and many of you know the first part, Hine matov umanaim shevet achim Gam yachad, how good and how pleasant it is when brothers and sisters dwell together. The psalmist goes on to describe a warm relationship this way. It is like fine oil. It is like the dew of Mount Hermon that falls upon Zion. In other words, friendships nurture and sustain us. A strong community waters our souls. In fact, Hevre, our religion repeatedly speaks of the importance of relationships. It is, this idea is found throughout our text. Right at the beginning of the Torah in Genesis chapter 2, it says, it is not good for a person to be alone. 
Moses instructs us, love your neighbor. Be a holy community, we are commanded. Find yourself a friend, urge the rabbis. And they also tell us, kol Yisrael aravim zebazeh. All Israel is responsible to take care of one another, just to name a few key texts. But did you know, we live in a society in which for most of us, our circle of real relationships is shrinking. Dr. Vivek Murthy was Surgeon General of the United States for three years, starting in 2014. As he traveled around the country as Surgeon General and spoke to people, he saw the importance of social connections and he realized that many people live with a deep loneliness. He found that people want to know, if I disappeared tomorrow, would anyone care? And many people felt that they have to carry their burdens all alone. Dr. Murthy wrote a New York Times best-selling book titled, Together, The Healing Power of Human Connection in a sometimes lonely world. In the book, he notes that research shows that more than 20% of people in the US say they feel chronically lonely. One pre-COVID survey found that loneliness is now a leading fear for millennials, with 42% of young women more afraid of loneliness than of receiving a cancer diagnosis. Dr. Murthy points out that the institutions that used to support human connections are diminishing, yet humans are emotionally driven creatures and we need one another. Relationships are important to our well-being. In fact, we laugh five times more often when we are in the presence of other human beings. We as Jews, even though we live in this time of societal disconnection, we are fortunate in that Judaism is such a community-based religion. And we have a common basis on which to build relationships. We share values and foundational stories, our history, our culture, and our monotheistic faith. What we need is time together time to get to know each other, and a willingness to be connected and interdependent. So when you come here, I hope you will take the time to get to know other temple members. In this new year, may we open our hearts and our lives to one another. I pray that Solel, the Pathfinder congregation, will not only be a place for individual paths, but for people to find each other and share in each other's journeys. As we do so, we will be a stronger congregation. We will be able to do more good works together and we will be more of a blessing to each other. And the end result is that we will truly be a Kahila Kedosha, a holy community. Ken Yehi Ratzon, may this be God's will. Amen. Amen.